Oh, hi, Mark. Oof. <laughs> How are you? Uh, hey, Andrew. How's Mark, it going? It's me. It's your buddy, Andrew. Yes, it is. Hey. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Hey. Actually, Andrew. What? I'll be honest. I'm not that good. What? Why? What's wrong? I'm, I feel lost. Okay. I feel adrift. Yeah. I feel like... We've all been there. I feel like I, I don't mean anything to anyone. Oh, no, that's not true, and you know it. I have... Yeah, you you have plenty of creditors that mean a lot to... That I you have, mean yeah. a lot to I them. A, I have a bartender who's yes. very reliant yes. on me. Yes. Um, Car payments. Yeah. Um phone payments you know your landlord loves you like a renter so that's pretty once, good once a week once a month yeah so at least you know at least you mean somebody something to somebody right I'm just looking i just wish i could do more to help others i think i know what you're talking about you know i, think I feel I know like i've been too about. selfish with my money let me help you out mark have you ever thought about giving money towards producing a documentary that would help women in Africa. Do you ever think about that? So I could support the arts yes. and my fellow man? And your fellow man. And guess what? Selfishly enough, it's all tax deductible. Oh, wow. Yes. So you can give all you want, and then you're just going to reap all those benefits come April. Because I did my taxes this year, yeah, and I had nothing to write off. I had nothing to say, you know what? I did this. I did a good thing. But here's, here's, here's the difference between you last year looking like an idiot and you this year looking like a smart man. Mm-hmm. By giving money towards a Kickstarter for Badala the documentary. Now let me explain it to you, Mark. Badala will follow five women as they work to overcome a legacy of poverty, prostitution, and violence to make a better life in Kenya for themselves. Who wouldn't want to learn more about their, these women's stories? I bet it's an interesting watch. Mm-hmm. And I bet that it's going to help people. A lot of people. A lot of people. So let me tell you this, Mark. Go what can to, I do? Go to badaladoc.com. B, yes, type it up. B-A-D-A-L-A-D-O-C.com. Yep, backspace, backspace. Oh, it's, the autocompletes are getting a little, yeah. little confusing for me. But B-A-D-A-L-A-D-O-C.com. Go ahead and check it out. It's, our, it's a project from our good friend Jill Ackerman. She's doing great work over there. The uh, and if you subscribe, you know, if you pitch, give money to the uh, the Kickstarter, at uh, um, from there for Badala, plenty of uh, uh, incentives for uh, backers. Yes. And Mark, I'm gonna sweeten the pot. You are. I'm gonna sweeten the pot. Okay. Here's how I'm gonna sweeten it, Mark. For every best of the best listener that donates ten dollars or more and sends us. Your, uh, your receipt. Green grab, whatever. Whatever it is. I will personally write the erotic fan fiction of your choice. Wow. Whatever franchises you want to meet, and I will mail it to you. I will email it to you. However, whatever format you want. And I'll put on the envelope, not erotic fan fiction. Right. So, but think, be thinking about, like, you want the He-Man universe to, to cross over with the... Um, I don't know, Disney's Doug? Yeah. And the, maybe there's a Not romantic, that Nickelodeon bullshit. No, the Disney version. Maybe oh, there's a romantic, different sweater. romantic tension between Battle Cat and Porkchop. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, you tell me, Mark and I, we will write up to a page of wonderful, tastefully done. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, tastefully done erotic fan fiction for you to enjoy. That is $10 or more towards this Badala documentary. Wow. Exactly. So email those receipts to botbpodcast at gmail.com and just and and just let let the love roll in. That's all I have to say, Mark. Badaladoc.com. Erotic fan fictions. What more do you want? Tell me what more you want, Mark. Uh, I it's, it's like you looked into my psyche. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna get on the show. It is Monday, March 24th, 2014. My name is Andrew. I'm Mark. And you are listening to the only internet debate podcast on the internet. It is episode 106 
the best of the best. Wow. Mark, how has your week been going here in March? We sprung ahead. We are now in spring. The flowers are blooming. It's it, We are already a third of the way through our year. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? I feel great. You feel good? It's been going well. Confident? Yes. Involved? Uh, all of these. All of these things. Yes. So many of these things. Uh, Andrew, we don't we don't have a lot of time today. Ooh. So I feel like we got to get into it. Is there any top of the show business that you have? Um, I just want to see how you are. Like I just you know I'm I worry I worry. Fine, thank you. You're good. Yeah. Okay. We don't so we don't have as much social time as we used to. I know. I'm always working. You're always working. I mean, I'm, like on yourself, something on yeah. yourself, working you know, on yourself. That's still time feeding still myself. A time commitment. Trying, yeah. Um. No, I, I, I guess I don't. I don't. I guess you're just all business today. Yeah. Just Mr. Social Man. I Mr. came to play. You're, you're just like the Miz. You came to play. Yes. Just Whatever like your a professional wrestler. That's you know that's his entrance theme, and he says that he. He's he's here to play. Have you been watching the uh... the WWE Network? Uh, I have been working, uh, so I haven't been able to watch it as much. But I am very excited for the uh, WrestleMania, which is in two weeks, a uh, little less than two weeks from today. Um, it is going to be if I were to watch everything that the WWE is going to produce that day, it would be six hours of content. Now you said if because there is a online wwe.com pre-show mm-hmm. that is an hour long mm-hmm. there is an hour long wwe network pre-show before wrestlemania and then the uh the stuff at the 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 event itself four hours long wow and i don't i want to say is there, there is show? no po- there may be a post show but i would at most it would be like 30 minutes yeah so like i'm gonna get my fill it sounds like a pretty. It's it's it was shaping up to be a pretty pretty shitty card, but I think it's coming to get it's coming together pretty well. John Cena gonna be there. John Cena's wrestling Bray Wyatt. Um, Daniel Bryan is now in a match with Triple H, and the winner of that match will be inserted into the main event of Batista Randy Orton for your WWE Heavyweight Championship. Speaking of wrestling, I told you a while ago or last week that um, the opening of talking dead uh, the yes. walking dead post show featured uh, a certain mr a cr- phil brooks a crying cm punk a crying phil brooks uh who is at one point cm punk he's he's it's he's in this weird gray area because he kind of walked away from the wwe uh, like a month ago and nobody really knows what his future plans are and then he yeah. just kind of turns up on the talking dead uh sobbing over uh, an episode which I believe you described, or the cable system described as the gang. No, the the group considers things. Yes, <laughs> so and it sounds gripping. <laughs> I I saw that and I put it up on Facebook, and I had originally wanted to put, uh, looks like I'm in for another thrilling episode. But mm-hmm. then I actually watched it, and some pretty crazy shit actually happened. Did they consider things? <clears throat> That's the thing. It was accurate. I mean, that's that's all you can really ask for on the like, direct TV summations. Like right? everybody if, for, I don't know, other shows, like maybe that's a really loose description. But I would say that 90 percent of Walking Dead episodes is them considering the things. group considers they things, consider things. They just think to themselves, should we? But it ended maybe up maybe we shouldn't. But it ended up being like a pretty shocking episode. Yeah. So I don't know if they were just burying the lead because there really was no indication that this, what happened, was going to happen to me. Guy have his penis out through a lot of the scenes. Is that what happened? Yeah. It's pretty shocking. No. It was weird. I don't want to. I don't spoil spoil it. it, I've not seen, I've seen the pilot and that's all I've seen. I really don't have any interest in seeing it. But if other people out there haven't seen it, et cetera, et cetera. It's like I was hearing somebody talk about breaking bad the other day in the office that i work at and you know it's it's still even though like it's been on the whole thing has been on netflix on, for about on, two months it's I on think. netflix now like access hollywood literally showed the, the final ending. scenes yeah. the day after like people kind of already know what's what happens to walt yeah um walter he writes on uh, on Walden Pond. Yes, he does. He goes off and he uh, just considers life and he naturalism. Yeah. Yes, he does. Cons- that should have been that. That'll be the first episode of Better Call Saul. Is yeah. 
Saul considers things. No, the group. Oh, the group considers things. Here's the other other thing that's great about that description is since the mid-season, which I talked about on the show, Mm -hmm. um, the central core group of like 10 people has splintered to where every episode you're actually following a different group of these people. Mm Mm-hmm. So you don't even know, looking at that episode which, description, which, which group? group I'm going to be with. It's like, am I going to be with Rick? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be with Carol? Am I going to be with Otterpop? Glenn? Otterpop? Uh, Facer? Pick. Yeah, all your favorites. Yeah, the whole gang. Uh, all right. Well, that's that sounds interesting. Maybe maybe one day I'll get into it, but like I don't know. I have not had... Like, AMC shows, for some reason, just... Everyone's like, that's the best shows on television. We gotta Well the brilliant the, the brilliant thing that AMC did was in my opinion was counter programming itself after Mad Men came out with Breaking Bad. Because you really can't have two more different shows, if you ask me. Yeah. Than like this really slow, drawn out a meditative thing about like masculinity in the 1960s versus and then holy shit he hit that guy with a car holy god he's melting a man in a bathtub in episode two loaded that person yeah 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 i can see where you're coming from with that and then hell on wheels i mean that's just oh god and then rubicon that yeah rubicon was just just the hits keep coming low winter sun i liked low winter sun now we have FX's Fargo coming up. I'm going to watch that. That looks pretty good, actually. Uh, Yeah, Justified has is pretty long in the tooth now. Mm-hmm. I guess I could talk about this. This is the one top of the show thing. As, as I've told you, Andrew, many times, Justified <laughs> wrote itself into a corner with the fact that... He, he murders people, and then they're like... Well, he technically is justified. No, but we've asked him very nicely there, not to murder people. There's, more than any other show out there, it has established that there are consequences for when a a a, a, a U.S. Mar- or a deputy marshal shoots somebody. Yeah, and so they keep putting him in situations where it's like he could just shoot this person, but we can't do that because we've already established that that would be bad. Yeah, he is not. So, he's not justified in this regard. So they just keep finding different interesting ways for people to die without him necessarily <laughs> shooting them. Yeah, and fall in a pit. That is exactly what happened in the most recent <laughs> one. This spoiler, everybody. This character has been talking about how he believes that if he's within twenty feet of a, a person, and he has a knife, and the other person has a gun that is holstered, he can sprint up to them and kill them before they can draw and shoot. Yeah. And so I, I, I'm the same way he has been going over. He's just been harping on this all season. And you're like, okay, he's going to do it to Raylan and it's not going to work. He's going to try to do it to Raylan. Raylan's going to shoot him in the face. <laughs> and then, so we're at the big buildup moment and yeah. it's like, finally it's going to happen. Brings a knife to a gunfight. The guy takes, Maybe two steps before he falls into a hole and stabs himself in the face. <laughs> and now, is it like, is it like one of these things where we see the top of him and then he just disappears from frame and it's that slow pullback and we see open sewer? Or... No, it's a wide shot and the guy's like, Raylan's like, what are you, what are you doing? And the guy's like, get ready. And I'm he's like, killing you. He's like, what are you gonna? And then the guy sprints and it's like, so he's like, I'm gonna get you. Da, da, boom. And it's a wide shot, and the guy just falls out of into the ground, and you're like, "Oh, they're yeah." Because earlier in the episode, somebody's like, "Watch out for gopher holes," <laughs> effectively, and you're like, "Why did he say that? Watch out for snakes." Yeah. <laughs> Who said that? And then he Raylan walks over, and he's like, "I didn't, I didn't see the hole either, man." And the guy's like bleeding out on the street. <laughs> That's a, that's a bummer. That yeah. is a bummer. But These potholes. It's we can see the resurfacing truck showing up and go. Oh, for God's thanks, sakes. Obama. <laughs> Just look right to the camera. Uh, all right. So Justified sounds like a fucking hilarious show. It's pretty funny now. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Andrew, it's best. Best, it's best of, the, of best. the best. Best of the best. Episode one hundred and six. This year on the internet debate podcast on the internet. Mark, today we are talking about speaking of like Justified and basically fucking losing it we are talking about losing it losing it yeah losing it straight up and down mark 
today we will be discussing three best ofs at most three best ofs assuming that you might only get to two i mean i've taken it in two plenty of times. three best ofs regarding the topic of losing it with many fabulous prizes on the line mark the winner of the first of 500 series of between the two of us 25 dollar gift card to wendy's that is yours Yes. Keep it in your pocket. You, you will be that. you will be justified in buying a delicious junior bacon cheese, mm-hmm. uh, a JBC, uh, if you want to get technical. What have you? Or, not or. And the winner of this episode will also receive a secondary prize, and that prize is a bag full of um, those coin holders. You know, you like oh, roll, finally, roll yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. rollers, yeah. You can get a you get a bag of those paper rollers, all varieties. Dimes, yeah, dime, quarters, dime, nickel, quarter, penny. Okay. Yeah, no half dollars. Sorry. Yeah, you'll have to rubber band those together or something. But you know, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Price posse apparently rolled into my grandmother's den, <laughs> so I just rifle through drawers and found this uh, week's prize. But that's fine. Sometimes it's not as solid as deciding what other person's catchphrase is going to be for the rest of their life. That, I mean, that, mi- that still, might have been the best prize it's still that practical. the ever come It's still practical. With. You know, it's still practical. You, you got, you got, because you got a big jar of coins. You're not going to go to the coin star because they take a cut. They take like gonna, 10%, unless don't Unless you're going to buy an Amazon.com gift card with it, which yeah. is silly. You don't want to do that. No. But, uh, you know, you, you just go ahead and... Um, Roll all your coins, put them away. You know, you got, you can, you can trade those in for later, you know, get, uh, get your laundry going, that kind of thing. Yeah. We're going to move on, Mark. We're going to start with our customary coin flip. Today we are dealing with a 2004 nickel with, uh, looks like a long ship celebrating the good people, Lewis and Clark. Yeah. Good people. Call in the air. Heads. It is heads. Mark, today I'm losing it. Episode 106, Best of the Best, we are talking about. Our first category is this. Is this. Wait for it. Hold on. It's coming. Right here. You're right there. Are you waiting? Yes. The best thing to find after you thought you lost it. Best thing to find after after you you thought thought you you lost it. it. Kick or receive, Mark? Andrew, I will receive. He's going to receive, which means he's going first, Mark. Best thing to find after you thought you lost it. Andrew, this is something that has happened to both of us many times. Sure. This is something that has happened to everybody I know at some point who's lived in Los Angeles. Yeah, lost their pants. Your car. Ooh, yeah. You park on a street. Park on a street. You run in. Yeah, you're to, looking for, uh, you know, you you're like, I your need, burrito. I need, yeah, I, need, I just need a burrito, and then I'm out of here. Get, you, some, get some nachos, and then you see, oh. You run oh, back outside, therapies. and there's an empty spot on the street. He's gone. Like, he gone. Oh. oh car gone. And you're th- you're like looking at all the sun. You're like maybe I didn't park here. Maybe maybe I didn't maybe park it's, here. It's he did park in a handicap spot. Perhaps it was towed. Perhaps it was towed. You know it was stolen. You don't know if your car has been stolen. You don't know if you plum forgot where you parked your sure. car. Sure. Yeah. There's that. Uh, you know the you know the place. You know the uh, parking garage in Santa Monica, where there's two identical parking garages. They down, all down at the promenade. Yeah. All promenade. all those garages at the promenade look very similar. I have I have walked up and down a whole thing, just clicking my thing and losing my mind, thinking, where the fuck is my car? And then I realize if you step into the north side elevator bank, you go to a completely different garage than the left side parking bank. Yeah. And you already paid for your parking, so you got 15 minutes to get out of there, and you've lost your car. Yeah. And you're just sitting there, just sweating. You're just like, God damn it! It is maddening to have lost, to think that you have lost your car. So Either it's, it's been, been stolen, stolen or it's been towed, towed, yeah, or you just don't know where you parked, yeah. Um, but to suddenly find it, it's like it's like your good friend Jay at Galpin, yeah, just gave you a just, new car. Just showed up with a delicious breakfast from the horseless carriage, yes, and said, "Don't sweat it, man. Here's your here's your here's ride." Your ride. I'll give you $2,000 for your Pontiac's on fire. Really? <laughs> you got it, man. Let's it's sign like, those was, papers now. That was really quick. Does it run? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. There's running. There's a, there's a lot of running when it comes to that car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Finding your car after you thought you lost it, it's because the well of terror that like comes up inside of your stomach... Because you're you just can't thinking, find it. 
it's such a hassle. If I if it got towed, you're gonna have to pay to get it out. It's gonna be like five hundred bucks to get it back out if it's towed. If it's stolen. You got to go through the headache of they find it or they don't find it. You have to make insurance. up what was in there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the Picasso was in the front seat. Now. In the back was the Stradivarius. That was in a case. The case was also gilded, so the case is also worth also money. Also pretty expensive, and I don't want to say that it was the original Declaration of Independence. But it, it was but one of the ones that was signed by all the dudes. Yeah. And, and also the Zep. Tom. No, all the dudes. 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 Uh, and the bones from the uh, Lindbergh baby. Yeah. So, good pick, Mark. Good pick. Your car. Your car. Mark, uh, the best thing to find after you thought you lost it, which um, hasn't personally, not, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I don't want to jinx it, but like, it doesn't happen to me too often, but I know for a lot of people it happens too. And it's always a well, it's always a sigh of relief when, when they find it is your phone. Yeah. Your phone. Now, while with a car is expensive and there's a big to-do about it, I mean, it's it's a big piece of machinery. So, like, you can't... If the car is stolen or it's towed, like, if it's stolen, straight up stolen, like, somebody went to a lot of effort to yeah. get to this piece of machinery away from where it was. Fine American automobile. <clears throat> Same thing with it getting towed. At least you know it's somebody took it to a tow yard somewhere uh, series of phone calls. Hopefully you can find it with the phone. Um, a lot of times, I mean, now with iPhones, if you have signed up for find my iPhone, you know, there's ways to get it back. But with a phone, like it's so small that you only have, it's like the first 48 hours. You only have so many, so many minutes in the day, so many calls to try and hear it Yeah. somewhere. Uh, then when the battery goes dead, you're kind of SOL, well, you're out of luck trying to find it. And sometimes it's, Oh, I left it in a taxi cab. Oh, I left it at the bar. Or a lot of times, like with me, it's like, oh, it slid underneath my bed. Oh, it it's within my sheets somewhere. Yeah. Uh, or like when I, I always like pat my pockets. And if, if I manage to like, if I'm in my car and I take my phone out for like maps and I set it down, like I, I'm always thinking, well, I got my stuff in my pockets. And then it's like, oh shit, where did I leave my phone? And it's just it's just sitting in my car. But like now I'm ripping through my room. I can't find it. I'm like, oh, I got to have to get a new phone. It's like at the be- beginning of Fellowship of the Ring where Bilbo can't find the ring. Yes. And he just, he's like, where is it? And he goes from zero to completely batshit yes. in a second. Because you're just like, what the fuck? Because you don't realize it until you don't have a phone. Yeah. How much, you know, information and uh, um, your contacts are all on there. Contacts, like all your stuff. Uh, photo like there's a lot of compromising uh, photographs a lot of blackmail photos not only of yourself but of others Others. i mean that's the whole point of blackmailing Mm -hmm. and you want to have easy access so you know if 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 you're pushed too far you can immediately flip the switch and out to the internet goes uh these dong shots of of all your all your enemies (laughs) mine's mine's uh, tethered to my heart i have a heartbeat monitor yeah so all the dong shots i have just as soon as my heart stops will just be just flooded to every major news every major major news publication in the world uh um from but you have a file It'll send out a file that's called um, Guess the Dong. Yeah. It's, and it's a picture of a dong and then a countdown from like 10 seconds where people are like, ah. Uh, uh, oh, um, I want to say. Um, James Avery. And then, boom. No, James Cameron. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now I see it. Now okay. I see it. Yeah. It's it's like that Conan bit where, it, what in the world? Where what we pull, in the world? We pull back and then we pull back again because when they pull back, they see another dong and they're thinking, so, wait a minute, there's another dong in the shot. And then the timer starts. Oh, oh, uh, 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 Leo DiCaprio. Leo DiCaprio. That looks like Titanic era James Cameron. I'm going to go with Leo DiCaprio. And it, it turns out that it's um, John Hurt. Which is weird. Yeah. Really weird. But Bet you didn't know they knew each other. I guess, you know, I, it seems like they'd be friends yeah. and hang out and have naked dog parties. <laughs> Final arguments, Mark. Um, Andrew, I have lost my phone yeah. when I was a stupid teenager, and I wore like really baggy cargo pants. You got your big jinkos on. <laughs> Pretty much, they were you're hideous. We- you're wearing them today. I see that. Yeah. Half of them are out the door right now. Uh, and half of them are inside. I 
I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> but I would wear these big baggy pants and my phone would fall out of my pocket every time I went to a restaurant, every yeah. time I went to a Starbucks or whatever. And it was always pretty easy to get it back. I'd just call it. How did it fall out of your pocket with big baggy pants? Like you were bending down a lot or like? How no, I'd just be sitting. Oh, and it would just slide out. It would just oh, slide okay. out. I see. I see. That was dumb. <laughs> Well, you know, those, at least you're looking cool with Jinkos. Like that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to got to make sure they're like but, sitting like right at the ass crack. The the uh, they they're behind you. There are people behind you like wedding officials like holding a bridesmaid's mm-hmm. like train like that for my Jinkos. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But if you lose your car, it's on you, baby. That is, it's just that's you. rough. Unless you have the like six hundred dollar. Lojack, Lojack, or whatever service, like yeah. it, you've got nobody to call, I nobody wanna, to talk. I to. I want to sign up my car to be a bait car, you know. A what car? A bait car. Have you ever seen that show, Bait Car, where like police set up uh, a car that will automatically kick? Like they set it up in basically a high crime area, hoping that someone steals it, so then they can just drive behind this person. And there's Isn't like that a, entrapment. There's like a entrapment would mean that you were trying to get somebody to do something that they normally wouldn't. Like if I went to you and I said, Hey man, I'm going to arrest you unless you steal this car. Yeah. And then you went and stole the car and then you got arrested for stealing the car. That's entrapment. Technically a sting operation where they're just trying to find the chop shop. They're trying to find people that would probably steal cars. Yeah. So they just make sure they just put it out there. And if someone steals, cause like, you or I, if we walked by an unlocked car, we're not going to go in the car, right? Like, I wouldn't even notice if a car was unlocked or not. But if it's somebody who is a car thief, they would be like, that's a high target area. I've been told not to answer any oh, okay. question like <laughs> Sorry, this. I, I did get this message from your lawyer the yeah. other day about this. Uh, I, I, hypothetically, a person of your stature may a, or may not a be A person may, but I can't speak for everybody. So I'm saying I, I, want, I would love to have my car be a bait car. So as soon as somebody, somebody fucking stole it, I could just hit, hit. I want it in a big trigger. You also want it like an ejector seat? I, or? Want, I want it to just explode. Yeah. I want, I want to be able to just say, I want to see it driving away and just for me to pull out it. Just, yeah, arm it. And then just as soon as it, it slows down, it's, it slows to a stop, doors lock, and then just fireball. Just huge yeah. fireball. Huge plume of fire. And then, uh, you know, I, I feel like that's fair, right? Yeah, that seems right. They stole from me. I steal from them. Yeah. Mark, I think I am tempted to agree with you on this one because uh, losing your car definitely puts you, it's, it spirals you into more and more panic. With every second that goes every, by. Because you're, you're, like, you're just thinking to yourself, like, who the fuck like, would steal my car? Because you're thinking to yourself, like logically, I just misplaced it, but then you're just like you're walking and you're just like, I can't find it. Someone fucking stole it. Someone stole it. I must have parked in a red zone. Whatever it is. Something happened. I'm an idiot. Like, did I I locked my door? I thought I locked my door. I saw a this shady is why guy. I'm gonna die alone. I saw a shady guy. He he looked he looked shady. I don't remember what race he was, but, but it was it, not <laughs> the same as me but you know that so doesn't necessarily I'm automatically mean anything, afraid of others but i'm confused uh, like uh, and and obviously like the guy on the <laughs> that person was just walking to work or something you're just yeah like, mm, i'm on to you um <clears throat> but it's uh and then you find it and you're just like oh oh jesus of course so yeah. N- now yeah it's like i didn't see it behind like because i didn't see it behind the u-haul truck that was parked there yeah so something i i went to a thing and i i walked out of the thing and i started walking the streets around this coffee shop and i was like where the fuck's my car and i didn't remember if i parked a block away or two blocks away so you're doing like this ever widening circle and, uh, yeah it's i'm running the nautilus yeah. so it's just it's just wider and wider right turns until and i'm just clicking the button like hitting the panic button and i can't hear the car and then finally i found it and basically like i wasn't expecting the car in behind like i was i thought like i parked on a curb no yes. one's going to be able to fit behind me yes uh, so I'll give it up. You'll give it I up. I will say losing your car is probably the worst, the best thing to to find after you thought you've lost it forever. Because yeah. you're already earmarking the amount of money you're going to have to spend to find it. Yeah. And then it's like a new lease on life. And like, you don't want to call the, I, cause I've, I've lost my car for like 30 minutes and you're like, do I call the cops and like say, 
I lost I, my car. I think I lost my car. Like, how embarrassing would it be to tell them you lost your car and then to find it again? <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, I think after like an hour or so. Like, I remember at one point I went the first time. Like when I moved here, uh, um, I went to the um, uh, um, Hollywood Skin. Highland. Yeah. And they have a huge underground parking structure there. So if you don't remember where you parked, it's going to be rough to find it because there's also like it's escalators it does that these, turn in different directions. Yeah, it, well, it does these. It does this thing where like you can continue to go down or you can cut right and then come around again. So it's like on the same floor, but like in my mind, it's like okay, I parked next to the up going this way yeah. when really you're parking next to the up going the other way. Um, and so I was like, someone stole a car. Car's gone. Car's Here gone. Sweet ride. We're in just in Los Angeles. Sweet ride's gone. 97, Pontiac on fire just out, out of my hands. And I, I can't blame them. I cannot blame them. And then it just turned out I was being an idiot and just didn't go, like, because you can exit one way or you can exit the other way. And I just sort of exited the other way. All right. So we're going on to our second topic. This is our second topic, Mark. We were talking about losing it. So we are talking about the best losing it line in a movie this is something that we've talked about a lot but i don't know i don't think we've ever definitively said what the best losing, losing it line. line so this person has just gone off the rails at this, this point this character is completely insane now and this is the line where you go uh-oh uh-oh oh boy so it's it's there's a lot of different options there's a lot of uh, options, think, a lot of things that we brought up and i think you already know what my pick's gonna be i think i know what your pick's gonna be but um you went first in that first round which means i go first in the second round mark I love this movie to death, so my favorite losing it line is at the end of Who Framed Roger Rabbit mm-hmm. when Christopher Lloyd, playing Judge Doom, yeah. gets run over by a steamroller, then he pops right back up, and then Bob Hoskins says, holy smokes, he's a tune, and then then a just a, just a fucking great line, because um, Christopher Lloyd turns to him. And he goes, don't you remember, Eddie? Remember me, Eddie? When I killed your brother, I talked just like this. And it gets higher and higher pitched. Yeah. Because the whole point of the movie is that Bob Hoskins doesn't trust cartoons because one His of them was killed. killed by one. So, like, that kind of led him down the path of being the hard-boiled alcoholic, alcoholic detective that yeah. he is. Uh, and fucking Christopher Lloyd looks because they also they, they animate his eyes to be like weird daggers, like fiery red, and and then they turn into like literal daggers. But like he just looks insane at that point and just scary as hell for a kids movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, considering he's he's like disturbingly run over by the steamroller and like the kind of what he's he's like screaming the whole time it's horrific it's because you also still think that he's a human yes until he gets run over it's terrifying or until he pops back up you think he's still a human it's terrifying for a kid's movie but like that line just sits with me as just such a like christopher lloyd in the late 80s just couldn't couldn't do no wrong it seems like (sighs) into the yesterdays i would say well can't do no wrong you saw that uh the the hoverboard video with him (laughs) in it and that's a great performance uh he was in like a abc family tv movie called when good ghouls go bad a lot of abc i think it's i think he and tim curry had a bet on who could do the most (laughs) tv movies but um lady you gotta think like it was like the back to the future franchise Mm -hmm. who from roger rabbit clue um Hot off the heels Piranha. of Taxi, P- Piranha, <laughs> yes, Three. all your favorites. Uh, but uh, great movie, such a great movie, and that line in itself, uh, you're just like, oh my god, this thing's got really stepped up a notch here. And then uh, he gets melted by in the, the dip by the dip at the end. What a world! What a world! He starts screaming, and then. Um, you know, Hoskins makes yeah. It's, it would it would take a tune to come up with such a terrible idea like the freeway. Like the freeways, yeah, yeah. And LA's got the greatest mass transit system in the world. If we just start dismantling that, everyone will be in cars. Um, Andrew, good pick. And a haircut. Two bits. Yeah, and he comes popping through the thing. Yeah, uh, I love that movie. 
Andrew. Punch him in the nose. That doesn't rhyme with walls. No, but this does. And then he kicks him in the balls. In the nuts, right in the nuts. Oh, ball. Yeah, see, that's that's the line. That's what they're going that's for. That's what they were going yeah. for. Uh, Andrew. Losing it yeah. is is something that I'm actually very, very intimate with, very familiar with. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. That's a great one. <laughs> um, breaks that, <laughs> breaks that <laughs> face thing. Um, Andrew, uh, I, I should have told this at the top instead of talking about justified and... <laughs> Effort, no, you AB, wanted to AMC move on as fast as possible. All right, fuck it. I'll tell it another time. Um, Andrew, the best losing it line comes from a movie from the 80s mm-hmm. called The Shining. The Shining. Now, I'm not familiar with this movie. Have you ever talked about it on this podcast uh, before? I don't think so. Uh, Stanley Kubrick, I believe, is the director St- on it. Stan. Sta- state- stately stately, ca- stately Kubrick. 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 Yes. Yeah. Capricorn. Uh, I don't think he directed anything else. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Uh, well, the movie's all right. It's yeah. middling at it's best. <laughs> so the scene is Jack Torrance yeah. and his wife, mm-hmm. Wendy, and their son, Danny, are at the Overlook. <laughs> sure. And Danny's kind of gone insane again. And As he does. She, while Danny's exploring co- different magical rooms no, Danny, at the Overlook. Danny's comatose, and Wendy needs to get him out of the hotel. She knows there's something wrong with her husband. She goes in and... Yeah, he's a time traveler. That's what's wrong with him. It's in that photo and everything. I mean, maybe. It's hard to say. <laughs> uh, and he faked the moon landing. Yes. That's that's tough. That's tough to do both. That's a lot of, That's a lot to deal with. Yeah. He that's got a slingshot <laughs> around the sun. It's really scary. Oh, he did both at the same time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. Remember, remember where we parked. So... Wendy goes up San to him. San Francisco. And I was born she there. She says, you know? we got to get out of here. Uh, I think Danny's sick. Yeah, we got to get out of this place. Like the if animals It's the said. last thing we ever do. Yeah. And Jack <laughs> just starts screaming at her this insane nonsense. Mm-hmm. He says, I know what down. you are, but I am. And then he does that thing because he just bowled a strike. Uh, have you ever thought for a single solitary moment about my responsibilities to my employers? And she's like backing up with a baseball bat. And she's like, uh, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? And he says, have you ever had a single moment's thought about my responsibilities? Um, and he goes on, he has this rant for like, I wrote it down, but I don't want to read it all. Maybe you could just splice it in. I don't know. But the point is... Yeah, let me do the heavy lifting. No, don't worry about it, Mark. I'll find it. Yeah. No, that's great. (laughs) Here you go, Andrew. Do my job for me. Have you ever thought for a single solitary moment about my responsibilities to my my employers? Have you ever had a single moment's thought about my responsibilities? Have you ever thought for a single solitary moment about my responsibilities to my employers? Has it ever occurred to you that I have agreed to look after the Overlook Hotel until May the 1st? Does it matter to you at all that the owners have placed their complete confidence and trust in me and that I have signed a letter of agreement, a contract, in which I have accepted that responsibility? You have the slightest idea what a moral and ethical principle is, do you? Has it ever occurred to you... Has it ever occurred to you what would happen to my future if I were to fail to live up to my responsibilities? And she says, I kind of want to go to my room and think... And he says, you've had your whole fucking life to think things over. What good are a few more minutes going to do you now? And this rant is great because if you're watching the movie for the first time, you're like, yeah, he's crazy. And if he you, and they keep cut, uh, St- St- Stephen, Stephen Kubrick keeps cutting to Wendy's perspective. Mm-hmm. And she's just got this wide eyed, terrified look. Because you're imagining all of this through her eyes, and she's like, "Yeah, she's um, she's not gonna get through to this no, guy. Like, uh, yeah, there's no talking him down uh, now. At yeah, this point. he's kind of crazy, and it's great because it has this le- it has this very lyrical quality where it's like poetry it it is. It but his tone this will go is just so dense. His tone will go so up dense. and then down and then up again and then down. So he's like 
bringing her in by speaking a little more quietly and a little slowly and then punctuated by screaming and then brings it back down again. Yeah. And it's great because any scene where a character is talking and they've just fucking lost it. You can't, it, it doesn't work if they're just talking gibberish and nonsense. Like, that's not scary. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to pull you in as an audience member. There needs to be just a little bit of sense and a little bit of logic to what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And the more you explore the movie, the more you realize what he's talking about is actually relevant and meaningful. Yeah. It's not just craziness. But this other character will never understand what it is that he's actually talking about. Yeah. Faking the moon landing, genocide of the Indians. Sure, yeah. Yes. And, and the, the uh, labyrinth. The Minotaur. I just, it just, it, it just came to me. It's, a, it's I obviously a Minotaur. It. And I you can see just, his face see in the clouds. The just, it's really, he's, Kubrick was so funny. Like, he just, he was a jokester. They shake hands. And as and soon, like, right on the frame where he puts his hand in, this, this, you know, the, 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 the desk. The tray. The tray becomes like a phallus yeah. just coming right out of his crotch i mean it's, it's brilliant it's joke. really brilliant it's, it's brilliant joke. final arguments mark that was our impression of room two that's room 237 in about eight seconds yes it's just that uh for 90 minutes it's great it's a fucking brilliant movie final final arguments andrew i don't think christopher <laughs> lloyd's character is losing it I don't think he's gone insane no he's gone insane but no he's always been a tune Right. He's always been like creepy and weird, but now he's dropping his facade. Yeah. And there's a difference between dropping the facade and losing it. Losing it. Because losing it means Well, yeah, he's lost I the, can't take it anymore. That's the thing. He's he's you know Roger and Jessica now have his back against the wall. He's got this he's got money tied up in all this stuff. Yeah. He's seen as like the one of the higher, you know, higher pieces of of power in toontown yes and now this whole thing's going to come crashing down because eddie um stumbles onto the the fact the plot yeah exactly so now he's got to get rid of eddie so he he like pull he he basically takes off his glove and his hand transforms first into an anvil yeah punches eddie and then it transforms into a uh um saw blade exactly and he comes down, and Eddie scrambles to find a um, a mallet that shoots a boxing glove that knocks yes. the, the... He misses Doom, but hits, hits the, the dip switch and turns off the dip that's going to hit Roger, but blasts Doom. There's a whole lot. There's, there's so many layers. Yeah. So It's so dense. It's there's so a lot dense. going on in there. But meanwhile, this whole thing... Like with with Jack, I can understand it. I can understand where he's coming from. Yes, he, he and that's the best part. He hasn't necessarily lost it. He's no, he just, has lost it. He hasn't necessarily lost it because he's still he's still holding on to the fact that he has made prior commitments to the to U.S. government, finish this job, yes. oversee this hotel, and also write his 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 novel. Right. So. You know, I can understand where he's coming. We've all been there. That's the thing. Like when yes, people are that's fucking what... calling you over and over again, and you're just like, I just, just give me one goddamn fucking second, minute. I don't. My, I know my son's comatose. I know, I know. You know the boiler needs to be checked. I know. We're, all right. We're never going to address that in the movie, though. Blood keeps coming out. That the, the second, yeah. second, yeah. yeah Someone's got to mop it up. Yeah. Who's it going to be? It's not gonna be you, that's for sure. It's, it's not gonna be that giant that was sweeping outside. It's not gonna be him. It's not gonna be the Minotaur. It's certainly not gonna be the Minotaur. It's not gonna be that guy's face in the clouds. That's for sure. It's when you're driving gonna, in, it's not gonna be my boss's giant erection. <laughs> well, maybe it, it might be actually, but he only help. That's the that thing. thing gets a lot done though. It's got to be me. So, just fucking basically. Back off. What Jack is saying there, and what we've all said before, and haven't necessarily lost our minds while saying it, is climb down off my ass, all right? Here's Why the, don't you climb down off my ass, Mark? Every time I've said it in earnest, I have lost it. <laughs> every time you've said, why don't you climb down, climb off, down my, off my ass? Why don't, you climb, why don't you get a fucking ladder and climb down off my ass? Um, yeah, I. whenever I get notes from you or from my other writing partner... About, like, does this line need to be there? 
Like, if you're not around, if no one else is around, I fucking lose it for about 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It. Uh, I w- did I put it there? Did I put it there? Did I put it there? Yeah. That means it's going to be there. That's. That means it needs to be there. You I, here? like, break every dish in my apartment. I knock on my neighbor's door. I'm like, do you, do you have, have any like saucers or something? Like or, like, a, little teacups? Uh, yeah, I think I got... Uh, you having some friends over, or... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um... Now clean it up. <laughs> Slam. Slam the door. Run out. Yeah. I cry for like 20 minutes and then I look at the line and you look again. look at the page and, go, and you're just like, yeah, it does seem a bit, uh, a bit too on the nose there. Or not even, or I might not even agree. I might just be like, yeah, I guess it's not a big deal if it changes. Yeah. Yeah. Tap, tap, tap. There yeah, we go. I guess. Sorry, I guess yeah, it's out. That's fine. But but meanwhile, you're screaming, I have commitments to my Has employers. it ever occurred to you? I put that line there for a reason. Uh, two reasons. If there's a line in anything, it's there for two reasons. Yeah. The main motivation, mm-hmm. and either to reveal something about the theme or the character. You give the line, if the, if, 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 if the bum says... If the bum doesn't say time mustard, yeah. everything is fucked. Yeah. The goddamn plane has exploded into the mountain. And then I realize, oh, I'm I'm being crazy. Yeah. And then you take it out and then you show me the draft and I'm saying, uh, this feels like it's missing something. It just feels <laughs> you motherfucker. I guess I can see your point, Mark. I think that is a better it's a losing more it line. Definitive I, well, I losing it like, line. Well, I do like that movie and i do like dooms just he just christopher lloyd just really just sell because like he sells the you could believe that he's both tune and man part of the thing is is it's such a it's like it's explaining it to you it sounds like such a goofy premise it's like this sounds dumb i don't like if someone could ham this up completely but like with for some reason with christopher lloyd it just rides that line that that line to uh uh, to make sure that it's, it's gonna town. make sense and you believe it and you're scared of this guy but at the same time you know he is a demonic cartoon character that does you know has all of these powers essentially to yeah. murder humans um because because uh has was it ever established before if a car he like that was the only tune on human like murder, murder that had been that had happened in like a handful of years right when eddie's brother died i don't remember i don't really remember if there's what kind of crimes there had been or is that what forced the segregation is because of the murder no i think there was always segregation there's a lot of stuff going on in that movie that uh, i i guess i'd have to go back and watch it. i've seen it a hand bunch of times but it's been a while since i've seen it i think i saw it like three years ago and i i, I all i remember is his brother, they used to work the Toontown beat, or they used to be the only detectives that would take care of tunes. Yeah. So obviously tunes would have legal problems, but I don't know that like no tune had ever killed a person before then. And it's not like that they're relegated to Toontown because there are plenty of tunes that are out in the regular world. I mean, there's the part where he goes to the diner, he goes to the, um, the, the nightclub and Daffy and Donald are performing there. And the gorilla is guarding the door. And, I mean, that's, and that's mainly humans that are in the... Uh, yes, but it's hard to know for certain if it's like, you know, the tunes are allowed to come out to entertain humans, but they don't live in greater maybe, Los maybe Angeles. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe because you know, like commentary on Jim Crow laws. Betty, I'm not is sure. wor- Betty Boop is working there. She's like actually working Cigarette there. Cigarette girl. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, because you never see where Jessica lives, right? And we only really see Toontown when he goes through the tunnel. Yeah. So Does Baby Herman live in the same building as him, now that I think about it? I thought he did, actually. Yeah, I thought they both lived in kind of a flop house type. They might. Or Herman might just have been coming to visit him. In that maybe, that's where his, maybe that's where Eddie's office is. Because his office is also his apartment. Yeah, he's got a Murphy bed. Yeah, so maybe it's considered an office. It's had considered a like shower. an office. It's considered an office. I don't know. But like he still lives. I don't know. It's a weird movie, but it's a good movie. It's a great movie. It's probably one of the best movies of the '80s. Mark, though, I will give it up. So Shining, take it in two. Take it in two. I take it in two. Taking it down. Shining up, Sucking up it down. there with Goldblum's Fly Rant. Fly. And- 
Michael Keaton and Batman. Batman and, and um, Daniel Plainview and There Will Be Blood. <laughs> I am I'm, the Church of the I'm, Third Revelation. I'm I'm finished. Uh, yeah, and um, I'll show you the mind. <laughs> I'll show you the light, <laughs> the light of, the mind. of the mind. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. And yes. yeah, and the latest gra- gravities scene where. No harm, no foul. And she's just riding a fireball to earth. and laughing. Just lost and just her mind. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for this episode of Best of the Best. Mark, you can always, 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 always listen to past episodes by going to the flickering box at wordpress.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or you can listen to us on Stitcher. 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 Which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All that information and more. At the flickering box at wordpress.com or, or, and we would are love there it. other options? There are other options. A lot of options on the table. The nuclear option, the, uh, always. <laughs> yes. And for, in, in my, in my, in my mind, not always the last resort. Generally, it's usually the first resort, actually. Just in my house, push the, the button. In my house, that was what we would call, when I was a kid, that's what we would call, uh, if we were going to have like a microwave dinner. Like, the, we're, nuclear we're the nuclear option. The nuclear option. Dear God. Then you turn the keys at the same time and then yeah. you push the button. Then chicken pot pie goes. Yeah. In. <laughs> May God have mercy on our souls. <laughs> now I am become now chicken am, pot now pie. I'm, I'm chicken pot pie. Now I am become Salisbury steak. <laughs> um, or you can uh, 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 follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash BOTB podcast. Tell your friends, like the page, some interesting stuff that goes up there, new episodes and you can talk with us and learn more about your erotic fan fiction that's in the works, yeah. whatever, whatever. It's in the pipeline. Um, or you can uh, um, email us at botbpodcast at gmail.com. We'll read your letters on the air. It'll be great. We'll talk about it. We'll have like a conversation with our fans, with yeah. our listeners. I'll say listeners. I won't offend you by saying you're fans. I'll, I will just say you are listeners. You are person who has the show on while doing the dishes yes yes cats that are in the room while this yes. is my dog is going on who has been freaking out for an hour and then katie was like just fucking listen to this and, and then, then the dog just rolled on its back down, just upstairs. didn't even it's like uh that uh, it's the rca dog at that point yes master's voice uh but that's gonna do it mark do you have anything else that'll do it that's gonna do it give to uh badala badaladoc.com we got a long way to go, you know, and tell others, tell your friends, tell your friends about best of the best. Hey, leave us a review. Hey, 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 why not? We'll see you next week. You filthy animals. Monsters. Here you go.